Johnny Cage, Kenobu, Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sonya, Blade, Sub-Zero, Goro, Shang, Zora, Tabaraka, J-Jack, Kintaro, Kitana, Kung Lao, Merlini, Nanook, Sebat, Stout, Shao Kahn, Fung, Chameleon, Cyrax, Earth, Makabo, Motaro, Nightwolf, Insector, Sheep, The Sindel, Striker, Fu, Jin, Quan, Shi, Shin, Oxo, Mina, Jerick, Kaimi, Reiko, Tanya, Tremor, Blade, Doraicho, Dramin, Fosu's now, Tenkenshi, Mavado, Mocap, Moloch, Katara, Ashra, Dairo, Darius, Havoc, Hotaru, Kira, Cobra, Onaga, Shujinko, Gigante, Mandalora, Cassie, Cage, Aaron, Black, Ferrator, Jackie, Briggs, Kotokan, Fungin, Takeda, Tribe, Dwarf, Cetrion, Scarlet, Gareth, Collector, Chronica, Welcome to Mortal Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Meckler, and this is the show where I walk my friends through the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of a single character. But not today, but I'll get to that in a second. We're going a little, a little bigger than a single character. But first and foremost, got an amazing guest today, someone I've tried to get on the show since uh, maybe like the first season of the show. It's been a long time coming. Uh, comedian, host of the What A Day podcast at Crooked Media, Akila Hughes. Yo, Hello, it's Akilah. so good to be here. <laughs> It's great to have you. I do feel like of everyone I've tried to schedule, and this is I'm gonna say mostly been my fault. It's been so hard to like get us in sync. Yeah, I mean, I think that like we're hot and cold at opposite times, so it's just like it's hard. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely yeah. feel like excited. I th- I think I've known about the podcast since maybe your first episode because I remember being like, oh my god, what a great idea! What a great name for a podcast! Literally, like <laughs> this is my expertise. Like, as a 90s oh, kid, perfect. you know, like, <laughs> this was absolutely <laughs> my era. Uh, that's good to hear, because we're really going to the fringes. I feel like this is going to be perfect, and that I'm going to be telling you about characters that definitely fell in your gap mm, of uh-oh. No, no. knowledge. <laughs> so it'll be fresh. It'll be fresh for you. That's a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, I do think it's funny, because I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure, like, initially this was almost a Zoom episode, because you lived in New York. Yes, totally. Then you moved to L.A., and we were going to do it in person, mm-hmm. and now it's a Zoom episode because we are in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. But hopefully towards the end of one yeah i kind of feel like we must be right we've got to be approaching yeah how much longer can i go please so (laughs) i've got vaccinated parents i got a couple of them uh you know i know i got friends who've who've been vaxxed i think we're we're on our way yeah yeah Yeah. i mean by the time this episode comes out (laughs) we're all gonna be cut to like a year from now and we're like still inside (laughs) (laughs) yeah people are like you jinxed it you jinxed it so close Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> damn we'll see you know uh, we're all just i hope people are best. listening from cancun because we <laughs> all got to go to cancun because we all got vaxxed the same day yeah it was um, weird they had really we got cheap a, flights. a government cancun <laughs> subsidy yeah. yeah cancun got very wide they allowed us all to come in it was great <laughs> uh that'd be incredible um well before we talk about the unique approach we're going to take to today's episode because because it took so long to get you on the show, we've we've now come around from, you know, oh, maybe I could get Akila to talk about Scorpion to four characters that some of the people who've listened, who are listening to the show have maybe never heard of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I so feel like I'm going to follow deep. that camp hard, man. 
<laughs> well, before before we do though, I, do, I am curious. Like, what is your specific history with Mortal Kombat? Yeah. So you say, of course, you're a '90s kid. Yes. Same Z's. Um, so um, it was huge. I mean, I remember we got a Sega Game Gear in our house, and I am the youngest of four children. My brother is five years older than me, so as you can imagine, he was like really into video games. Um, and he was the one who was like mainly the gift was for. And so he also was the kind of person who like didn't like playing what he called easy levels. I don't believe they were easy levels, but I would have to like beat every no. character up until like the big boss that he was willing to try to fight. And he sucked like because he didn't practice. And I was always like, no, you got to push that button. And so I was I just remember we had um, we had like four games. We had like an MLB game where I just remember that you could change their uniforms to like pink. Um, I remember that we had Sonic the Hedgehog where he was like, I remember he was just like sliding around on like getting rings. There's like volcano stages. I don't know. And then we had Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was Mortal Kombat 2 because it had both Melina and Katana. But uh, okay. we had it and I was super duper into it. Like I, I just loved it. And so that was, you know, I guess the beginning. And I loved the movie and I loved the soundtrack. Um, and I played like three and four. And then... Um, Big gap, <laughs> big gap <laughs> until I want to say 2016 ish, uh, when I ended up getting Mortal Kombat X 10. It happened, and I got the expansion pack, I got all the outfits, I got the Brazil outfits. <laughs> we, we, we went all the way in. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. That we was like a big thing. <laughs> so yeah, it was very ridiculous. I had like every alt you could have, and so I loved it. And so I've played 11 and then, uh, or sorry, X, and then I have 11 for both the Switch. And, um, or maybe it's just the switch and it's fine. Damn. Oh, you don't like it as much. I think that, I think that X might be the best. <laughs> gotta gotta wow. give it up. See, I'm totally on the other side of that. I'm, I'm big on 11. Really? And X, I did not, I it's didn't so have It's so much more graphic, I feel, right? Like, isn't it just like more juicy? It's I definitely it's more graphic. It's all the choking on blood. They do a lot of Yeah, there's a lot of gurgles. don't really do that for 11. <laughs> a lot of gurgles. I will also give X uh, that like they had so many new original characters that were so significant in the plot, and I really appreciated that. That's true. Um, Eleven very much is like you know they made new characters because they had to, Mm -hmm. but they didn't really have like a ton to do with what was going on and weren't super interesting. Right, and yeah, but the gameplay I liked a lot more. Totally, I would say that like in the '90s iteration. Um, what I really enjoyed was that like it felt like you know obviously there wasn't the the space to have like huge story but there were like those scenes and I just remember being Mm -hmm. like okay this is a world that has like space to grow and now I'm like I think you guys are just making up space (laughs) like we don't have room (laughs) for some bee girl now (laughs) the bee has to stop it's fine I don't know when the bee girl Devorah was uh, introduced I don't Uh, know Devorah uh that was also mk that was mkx so you came in you came in okay. during devora's uh, okay reign. so I'm yeah like, even at that fan. point i was I like, like i don't her. care about the gross bee like why does she have yeah. to have different colored blood that's just that's extra disgusting <laughs> yeah they and they go like so hard on her like they she gets so much screen time she kills so many significant characters yeah. and i'm just like not right super interested i'm in like who, i wish i was <laughs> who exactly who was in charge of this and like listen not to shit on anybody i'm sure everybody's got their own ideas but like who was it that thought bees were the most interesting character like they're like why don't we just make a character that's mm. bees like <laughs> that's not a good character <laughs> go away like, and try again like they might as well be like abraham lincoln she's... 
specifically she's like from another dimension she's probably never seen a bee and you're right. like she's a bee specifically <laughs> that's the kind of bug she is and i resent it and honestly i gotta say akila it feels like it's a bee thing for you that yeah. like, you have a bee agenda are you allergic to bees i'm not I've, here's the thing i've never been stung are you by a my bee? girl fan I love okay. my girl, but I, I think it, that's the okay. fear is that since I've never been stung, I'm going to find out one day mm. that I'm allergic and I'm not going to have an epi. die, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I'm like, I why are you bringing bees that's... into it? <laughs> Things were peaceful. That's fair. It's okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah. She, Devorah showed up and immediately reawakened an anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Had. I'm like, she, this bitch is coming through the screen. <laughs> She's going to yeah. stab me. I will say I had never, I had never gotten stung by a bee or a wasp. Or a hornet, which I saw more of in Florida growing up. Yeah. Um, or no, yellow jackets? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had those. But, oh. um, yeah. But I, I had never been bitten by one or stung by one until, like, a few years ago. I got stung by, like, ten wasps at once, all in, like, the same place. What? Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I, like, went to some, like, little nature park. And uh, there were just, like, a lot of really mad wasps. That they were just pissed. Is... And let me tell you, it sucks. It's not fun to get Oh, stung. God. Does it itch? Like, what does it feel like? Yeah. Oh. It hurts. Uh, and then it keeps hurting for a long time. It gets swollen, and it also itches. Oh, That was just God. my experience, though. I'm sure everyone's different. That I don't, sounds... You know, there might be people listening who are like, that's not what it felt like when I got stung by a wasp. But yeah, right. That's, like, that's guys, my it's truth. a podcast. All right? um, we're just talking about our experiences. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this isn't this like is the, the universal answer stuff, right? for what things feel like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast about Mortal Kombat between people who like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, yeah, let him uh, feel the bees the way he feels. Fans them. and wasp haters just coming after me. Yeah, you're gonna get um, canceled by the big bee lobby. They're like, it was really rude how you. I just want to be itched. clear. I am pro bee. I get it. We don't have enough bees. We need more bees. I just feel like more bees, less Devora. I'd, I'd personally be okay with. Totally. I know we've got a bee deficit currently. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm not saying and you I should go out and kill them. keep dead bees in my yard. It freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that you should not put them in video games for the sake of adding characters. Like, you had a pretty stacked yeah. deck. Yes. We got to keep bees out of video games. I couldn't agree more. Um, <laughs> Amen. Well... So I'm now very confident that you will not be familiar with any of the characters that we're talking about today because this is the fifth season of Mortal Podcast, and we're talking about the characters who appeared in the fifth game in the series, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Hmm. But before we talk about how the Deadly Alliance storyline kind of factors into the larger Mortal Kombat narrative, filling in that gap that you have, uh, every season of Mortal Podcast comes with a prompt. Um, a question I like to ask my guests based on a sort of theme uh, that presents itself among all of the characters introduced in that season. So this season, based on the game Deadly Alliance, in addition to that, every single character introduced has a significant Deadly Alliance of some kind that they were a part of. Mm. So I ask you, Akila, in your life, have you ever been part of a Deadly Alliance? Ooh, let me think hard about this. I mean, cool. You don't have to incriminate yourself <laughs> in literal I mean, murder, manslaughter. You know, well, I guess. But you may. You know, like let me make this such a political podcast. But like, I, I live in America. <laughs> mm. We feel like we have lots of deadly wow. alliances. Yeah. Okay. I pay taxes to okay. that government, so I feel like. 
Sim- simply, simply by paying taxes, you and <laughs> I've entered a deadly alliance. Uh, citizens <laughs> of the United States are a sort of complicit deadly alliance. Yeah, totally. Okay. So, you, so you and me and everyone yeah, listening. Yeah, exactly. You know, in, I'm going to say 330 million is people. Part of, yeah. Every new baby born as we do this podcast is part mm. of it. No, I would say not until they're paying taxes. That's I'm right. going to say like, you know, my five month old has not directly participated. Yeah, that's in, right. I'm not uh, going to incriminate that baby, but I will say that high schoolers yeah. who have bought things totally in on the alliance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe yeah, age yeah. 10. And, and I will say a lot of money has been spent in her name, mm, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, I'll get like, I'm sure some kind of a tax benefit from from her existing yeah it seems like which is strengthening the alliance play her existence does play into the american military (laughs) complex yeah no that's a good point um (laughs) you know listen it's it's not her fault but also like hey she's she's in a large group of people who love her there's a 30 million of us (laughs) yes yeah we're all in one deadly alliance Mm -hmm. and you know She'll she'll understand that it's it's on us the deadly alliance to dismantle the deadly alliance. <laughs> exactly. I'm talking police unions. I'm talking not uh, you know exactly. spending as much Mutual money on, aid, you know, on like we're talking about weapon like proliferation, people, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, look, I'm fairly certain most of the mortal podcast audience would agree. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. Like, I like being yeah. in the deadly alliance, and I think that it's good actually that we do bad things. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one person's opinion i'm pretty sure this many episodes in i've cleared out those uh yeah seriously there's just a few stragglers who didn't get yeah. it this whole time and it, it took us yeah. talking about i don't think we got any shang songs or quan chi is listening anymore but i yeah. don't know maybe we do and right you know i'm sorry to hear your brain's bad yeah um, exactly you know <laughs> start your own podcast to talk about it is that enough yeah Listen, Akilah, that's usually I have like a bunch of follow up questions, but that's just such a great profound answer that I I don't even I really didn't know, have a better answer. Usually we dig into that. like uh, usually we dig into some kind of a deeply personal story, and I, oh, I make wow. the the guest increasingly uncomfortable as I pry for more and more details. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, I can tell you my bio of like, my like... time in America. <laughs> Born here, <laughs> several generations deep. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we do it our best as a as a country. I don't know that we're doing our best as a country. I really can't defend the alliance. No, <laughs> yeah, it exists, and um, you know, it's gotten too large. Mm-hmm. Is the truth? We have so many people that we can't agree on what we're even trying to do anymore. <laughs> All the factions are fighting. Well, you, you know, that's actually a pretty great. Uh, opportunity to segue to the first of the four characters we will be discussing today um because i would say that our our jobs now as part of the deadly alliance uh the united states of america is to uh as a as a, a a sort of spy embedded within the deadly alliance it's our job to to dismantle said alliance and so let's talk about someone who did exactly that all right uh, a man often called the worst character in all of Mortal Kombat. I'm Googling him immediately. Uh, <laughs> yeah, his name is Su Hao. Okay. That's H-S-U-H-A-O. I gotta um, see him. Without spoilers, we're really gonna, by the end of this story... Oh, yeah, this guy sucks. Like, I'm just looking at him. And how wow. disliked this character is. I mean, so, I have some like questions about like choices, especially the coloring... <laughs> 
Yeah, no, there's definitely some choices, and, and his origins uh, lean even further into those choices. Oh, no. So, Su Hao is a, is, a, is a Chinese man. born. He's born in, in our realm, in Earth realm. Um, born in China. Uh, at some point in his life, becomes a criminal or a soldier of some sort. He has combat skills. It's all we really know about Su Hao's background, and the only reason we do know it is that at one point he was recruited into a very secretive organization hmm. called the Red Dragon. Okay. Now, Su Hao <laughs> had been in a seemingly deadly accident uh, in which he had to just fully get Iron Manned by the Red Dragon. Oh, no. The way they recruited him was that they, they rescued him and they replaced his heart with a cybernetic implant so that he does, in fact, look like a weird, uh, arguably problematic yeah. kind of yellow co communist China. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> why did they make him yellow? Like, an I Iron just... Man riff. Yeah, well, yeah, that was. A, yeah, they're like, we're he's, gonna do this propaganda version. I'm like, that's not cool. Like, <laughs> we are children who are yeah. just trying to kill each other in this game. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's the punishment of capitalism. Yeah. They're like, we're going to sell this game <laughs> and say mm -hmm. what we want to say. We got to make sure that the kids know that you don't want to be a Sue Howe. Yeah. You don't <laughs> so want to be a communist. Wow. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I would say this, this character is pretty lame. Mm hmm. I don't yeah. love it. So, so Sue Howe, he, he almost dies. He gets his heart replaced with a cybernetic implant and he gets inducted into the Red Dragon. And as soon as he does, he finds out. That there is so much more to the world than he realized. Because the Red Dragon are a shadowy, Illuminati-esque criminal organization that has become aware. They're, they're mostly made of humans, but the head of the Red Dragon is very secretive, and probably Suhao had never met this guy, um, is from another dimension, from another realm. And so the Red Dragon are this group that is aware that there are multiple dimensions, that there's Earthrealm, there's Outworld, there's Edenia, there's uh, the Netherrealm. There are all these places. Yeah. I think Netherrealm is the um, best word the world in all is... of it, just so you know. I love oh, the word Netherrealm. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I call pretty oh, yeah, much yeah. everything I don't want to go do the Netherrealm. <laughs> so, sick title. Oh, wow. Well, let's hear some examples. And I'm like, oh, man. What like, are some Netherrealms in your life? Uh, like, the DMV is a Netherrealm. I would say the pharmacy these days is a oh, real yeah. Netherrealm. <laughs> totally. Like, like, having yeah. to look under my bed, which requires a lot of bending, is <laughs> Netherrealm. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah. you know, yeah. it's neither here nor there, but it's, it's the nether realm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to retire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen, Akilah, it's great having you on the yeah, show. Yeah, thank you um, so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do love that, and I will probably adopt yeah. it. In oh, are you giving life. me the light? Really, oh, I have no time. I really time. like... <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do really like calling anything you don't want to do or anywhere you don't want to go going to the nether realm. Yeah. Gotta just check it no, out. No, that checks out. Yeah, that works. It's a that great works. term. Sorry I interrupted your like actual <laughs> tale of... No, that's like the show. Please mm -hmm. continue to do so. Otherwise, sure. it's me monologuing. Yeah, yeah. revealing um... the, uh, the bio of every character. I feel you. Yeah, nobody wants that. Well, nether realm yeah. really got um... me. So this, this character is aware of all the different realms, but maybe also has a soft spot He's... for the nether realm. Yeah, he like finds out that there are other realms from the Red Dragon, and he's like, you know, I'm psyched, guys. Like, this is really cool. Like, mm -hmm. 
what can I do to, you know, help the red dragon out and, and just do like evil, you know, string pulling stuff. I just want to feel important. Yeah. And so they go, here's what we need you to do. We need you to go to the United States and infiltrate U.S. Special Forces, which is a division of the U.S. military that wow. polices other dimensions. Um, Major Deadly Alliance vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, um, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like hype-manning like, okay, cool, all so of it I- because I'm like, you know, I'm not sure I remember <laughs> any of the stories. I remember that no, in Exodus, no, 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 no. the whole thing where Melina is just like a real ruthless like not real thing and she's like i'm real but she's like got all the clones <laughs> <laughs> that would be my it's short a very, it's a very succinct description of melina that really does cut to the heart yeah <laughs> i mean that's how i remember it <laughs> i'm real but i got all these clones yeah like why are you guys acting like i'm different i'm just the same except for these thousands of bad me's <laughs> you know i'm glad they didn't fair, ask me to write for she it. is a bad her uh, i'm not i wish that they had i would really like to play it's just this a version. shitty flash animation just melina going like i'm cool other than all these bad me's fuck mm-hmm. i gotta go to the dmv yes I hate going to the nether realm know what i'm talking about yes um oh, yeah an angel wow. uh well Suhao is assigned to go to the U.S. Special Forces and infiltrate, you know, go in and pretend to be uh, a Chinese, like, um, spy of some kind who's going to, like, work with uh, Special Forces and give them some kind of intel. Yeah. Um, And he's probably like, oh, cool, so I'm going to go and, like, dismantle, like, the the U.S. military industrial complex, so am I going to bring down the capitalism? Am I going to do something helpful? And they're like, no. Yeah, no. They're like, here's what we need you to do, Suhao. So, um... One of the guys from the Red Dragon, this guy Kano, mm-hmm. who I, I imagine do. you are familiar with. Yeah, totally. He 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 ditched the Red Dragon and started his own group called the Black Dragon. I mean, and that we seems a little too close. Obviously, aren't cool with that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a ripoff. It's like you could have changed two words. Like it's not just a, it's just a different color, yeah. the same thing. Call it something else. <laughs> you can be yeah, the black it was like, like lizard. Weird... You can't be dragons too. <laughs> Yeah, why don't you be like the silver monkeys? Right, exactly. Blue, blue barracudas. Like, there's options. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's so accurate. Was it? Wait, so they weren't the blue iguanas. What were they then? On they were the blue the barracudas, the silver snakes. I think yeah. it's the yellow iguanas. Yes. That makes sense. Uh, me and my best friends in high school. Uh, one of whom has been on the show before, Walter Holman. Hell yeah. Um, called ourselves the Silver Monkeys because we all remembered that our favorite group from Legends of the Hidden Temple was the Silver Monkeys. Oh, yeah. And then years later found out that the Silver Monkeys were not one of the groups. <laughs> we the just, Green Monkeys? We just like Berenstein Bears ourselves. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, there are the Silver Snakes. We were probably confusing mm-hmm. it with that uh, shrine to the monkey. And like it's yes. that one part of it There's where they like the three parts, and they would always put it together wrong, even yes. though it's just feet, a torso, and a head. And I'm like, the feet go first. Yeah. Clearly, like, it's three parts. You like dude, they're different sizes. Why and everything. are you all putting a torso on the a bottom? Body? <laughs> just look at a monkey, like for half a second. <laughs> just, I can't imagine getting that wrong. I'm like, y'all don't really want the rollerblades. Like I wanted the rollerblades yeah. bad enough that I knew the order of the monkey. One hundred percent. Yeah. Which, to you know be what, fair, was, was literally yeah. just, like, the biggest part, and then the next biggest part, and then the next biggest part. That's yes, how you build it, any yeah. animal. 
super easy. And you know what was yeah. super unfair on that show is that like when they would get to go to the actual temple, like there would be those temple guards that could just take them out whenever they wanted. I'm like, you can't. That's yeah. not like that's not science. Yeah. A producer told that person <laughs> that kid was gonna win the rollerblade. <laughs> They were like, we can't control, we can't control these adults. They're gonna like some of the kids. They're gonna toss some of the exactly. Other kids, like so. some of the kids are gonna get Sorry, grabbed in just, the dark. All right, yeah. <laughs> it's just part of the I show. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, if I saw one of the kids like roll up and try to give the monkey like an hourglass figure because they refused to just put the pieces yeah. in the right order, mm-hmm. I'd probably also chuck. Yeah, the kid I'm off like, of, you like, actually don't deserve to come through the last room. <laughs> yeah, no, no <laughs> blades for you, kid. Yeah. You just you roller skate away just to hurt their feelings. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> Sorry uh, to have interrupted anyway, again. <laughs> this is welcome to Legends of the Hidden Temple cast. Yeah, uh, all the temple heads stand up. <laughs> it's honestly not a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> You're about to talk yourself so, into seven more seasons of a podcast, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Every episode of Legends of the Hidden Temple, we're going scene by scene. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so Suhao gets into the special forces to specifically help the special forces in their investigation of the black dragon so that the black dragon can get eradicated, so that the red dragon can uh, have plausible deniability, stay in the shadows, Mm. and get rid of Kano's offshoot of the red dragon without getting discovered. Um, So Suhao does successfully help the special forces take out the last of the black dragons good job suhao yeah very effective (laughs) not bad go off Um, and then he like calls up his bosses and he's like what what do you want me to do now and they're like oh can you can you nuke the u.s special forces base and he's like um but that's where i work right now i'm (laughs) undercover and they're like probably a bad idea just like look we'll send you we'll send you a portal the port will mail it to your your office. The portal will take you to another dimension. Just set off the nuke, jump through the portal. So eh. how's like that sounds risky, but okay, yeah, like, I guess what if it like, blows through the know. portal? Have you ever done this before? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I've a like bought into this question. cult pretty hard, so I guess I just gotta do it. Yeah, and you're telling me the radiation can't reach me in another dimension? <laughs> Where's the yeah. science on that? He's He's like, am I going to be okay? Like, am I going to get sick? And they're like, no, man, you're going to be fine. Look, we know about other dimensions and stuff. Like, you'll be okay. Yeah, Trust we me. invented a portal. He's I like, think you can stop asking us questions. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're mailing a portal to your house that sends you to different dimensions. Like, just shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, like, why don't you just trust just t- our science? Do, the, do a nuke. We're mailing you a mini nuke and a portal, and you just need to do one of them do the other one. Yeah, and don't so do he, the portal first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he look he 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 looks around at his his uh, coworkers for the past few years. You know, famous people like Sonia Blade yeah. and and Jax mm-hmm. Jackson Briggs, and he goes, "Hey guys, just so you know, I'm a freaking spy." And he sets off a nuke and he jumps through the portal into a realm called Outworld that I don't believe he'd ever been to before. But it's like a desolate, scary wasteland dimension uh-huh. um, that is a conglomeration of a, a million other dimensions. Yeah. Uh, would you say it's like Fury Road? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like Lord of the Rings Fury Road, yeah. I would say. That's like my favorite movie, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings Fury Road. <laughs> Hobbits on bikes. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that would be my favorite movie. Yeah, totally. Someone please make it. Yeah, get this... Get those hobbies on some, on some bikes. <laughs> some little hob hobs, you know, they love it. A little 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 golem playing guitar, jumping around in some bungee cords. Yeah. You kidding me? Ooh. 
Sounds like a great time at the movies. Yeah, Orlando Bloom just like <laughs> hanging out with Zoe Kravitz. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> we we deserve. <laughs> I, I I thought, I realized, it took me a second. I was like, oh, Zoe Kravitz. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought you said Lenny Oh, that would for be a second. wild. I was like, what had Lenny? How did Lenny get in here? Yeah, I forgot like, that Zoe was Now it's Hunger Games Fury Road. Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot he was in Hunger Games. Yeah, he's the stylist. Yeah. So weird. Right. Why did he do that? <laughs> I kind of like those movies. Yeah, I actually I feel don't like, remember was it like the, the, the two the middle ones that were really good. Are there four or are there five? I think How there were four because they, they made this last one two parts, maybe. Like the books were, okay. I think, as yeah, well, the, actually. The like, the like middle two were really good, mm-hmm. if I recall correctly. Nice. I remember yeah. I've only seen the first one, so, you know, good wreck. You know, I'm, I'm in COVID quarantine. Yeah. Might as well think about more dystopian stuff. <laughs> yes yeah hey why not you know it's not <laughs> like, like we're hey at least directions. we're not i don't have to fight for my district <laughs> at least i get to just yeah. order my groceries online and complain online like that's it <laughs> that's most of listen, it. listen that's just one step on the way to fighting for your district fully <laughs> yeah i'm not fighting for la i'm just telling you that now if they do if they tell me i have to do it i'm stepping off before they do the horn i'm just like blow me up man yeah you have you haven't been here that long i get it like why would you feel the need to fight to the death for los angeles yeah no i um the one of the dumbest videos i made when i was writing and directing comedy sketches at nerdist Mm -hmm. uh was a hunger games riff where a bunch of turkeys uh fought to the death to see who would get pardoned by at the time president barack obama wow um so we like had an obama voiceover and got a bunch of comedians in like cheap halloween turkey costumes and mm-hmm. bought a ton of fake blood <laughs> and just did a bunch of kill scenes and there was no real point it wasn't like funny so much as it was just weird thing yeah to you're do. like we just really went for um, it we had like we went for it we had the budget and we just <laughs> we did yeah we made it happen there's like a russian roulette scene it wow. got like really That's out of control tight. like violent. i love it when yeah. you can run away with an idea like that you know like just like really give them mm-hmm. every option <laughs> well that was that great era of digital media where uh buzzfeed had you know, taken everything some production <laughs> company yes that yes <laughs> it would literally just be like Facebook, yeah this you like post your video and then it would go viral but now you had to compete with seven thousand mm-hmm. videos that were just ripoffs of videos on the internet yeah. already and potentially dismantle the government by participating in yep. like whatever the weird digital media landscape is now. yep exactly um, <laughs> contributing to a it was thing a beautiful that time more destructive than helpful <laughs> <laughs> But you know, back then we were just getting calls that were like, "Hey, there's this in, there's this straight to video Danny Trejo movie called Bullet, and they've got ten thousand dollars if if we want to make a comedy sketch with Danny Trejo, and then you'd get to do that. Yeah, like and it was a good time. Like, oh yeah, and that it was could be gorgeous. whatever you wanted. Yes, I once um, got paid to make a like yeah. Power Rangers sketch video, and they said they're like, "We're gonna send you the suit," Ooh. and I'm like, "Holy shit, I'm getting like a Hollywood suit i'm getting the yellow ranger suit from the new movie they sent me one of those halloween stretchy things where it's like all unflattering and just like (laughs) so reflective and it's just the worst video i've ever made in my life but they had to pay me because they signed the contract too (laughs) but i'm like i of course it looks stupid all the jokes are just like why are you in that halloween costume like it's (laughs) it would have been better if it was like why are you in that real costume 
<laughs> I would say that that was that was a bad decision on their part, but I will also say that when I was at Nerdist, there was a huge controversy because we did a a sketch for a big budget movie and they loaned us some of the actual costumes from the movie mm-hmm. and one of them disappeared on the set oh. and those things cost like tens of thousands of dollars yeah, if not more. Totally. And uh people almost lost their jobs i think some people maybe did lose their job That's over it. so listen maybe it's wild. a blessing in disguise that you got a halloween costume i would have been fine to give it back <laughs> it was just me <laughs> and a couple of friends filming it <laughs> we would have given it listen, back but at least you. the sketch would have made sense <laughs> listen saban doesn't know you yeah exactly they're gonna they're probably listening yeah. to this right now and they're like well she's definitely not getting a screener <laughs> For the next time we yeah, do this Yeah, listen, shit. when we do the next Power Rangers reboot, we're yeah. sure not sending her the costume. Yeah, I can't see it happening for quite some time since uh, the other one flopped. Oh, no, they're fully rebooting it, like, right now. Again? I forget who's doing it, but they already, like, picked a cast and crew and everything, yeah. I mean, listen, I would be actually so happy if they did achieve it, you know? Like, hi- like little kid me, yeah. that was my entire... It was Mortal Kombat and Power Rangers... I was very violent. <laughs> it's all Honestly, about one hundred percent ditto. We would have really gotten along. Yeah, yeah like I—I I mean, we I had was, like a. Really I was the squad. kid at my school who probably watched Power Rangers the longest. Like, I remember <laughs> it was a point where everyone was like, "We don't right. watch it anymore. It's for babies." And I was like, "Yeah, no, like me neither." That's oh, that's so funny. Watch Power Rangers. I was that way, but with Barney. <laughs> I remember, like, everyone um, just started making fun of it, and I was just like, "Y'all really don't like the song." <laughs> So it's not Baby Bop and BJ that's bad, right? It is? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just one of them, right? Yeah, like, because I don't have to like BJ, but I am going to like Baby Bop. Baby Bop's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty solid. She's the girl, and you don't expect her to be as good, but she's as good. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, didn't they just say that? Isn't somebody rebooting Barty, but it's going to be, like, dark? Yeah, I heard there was a dark Barty. Daniel Kaluuya? I hope so. Oh, I hope so. I love I it... Barney. And like, honestly, I'll do anything to be in that movie. Even it's just like a person in the background running from a scary purple dinosaur. Like, I'll do anything. I want to say the quote when they announced this movie was, Barney always says, I love you, you love me. That's what everyone wants, to be loved. And we're going to ask the question, how bad do you want or like what does it mean to be loved or something in the new Barney movie and I was like excuse me yeah like I actually don't I mean I want to see that but I also can't believe you would taint this IP (laughs) Mm -mm. you know what it's fine you know nothing sacred it's okay the world ends time marches on yeah anyway back to Sue Howe (laughs) I don't know how you think we're gonna get through three more of these we haven't even got through the first one yet don't even don't even worry about it. We'll we'll get there. Oh my god. So, so Suhao nukes the special forces base. He jumps through the portal. He's in Outworld and he's like, "All right, Red Dragon, I did it. I knew I I was I've been undercover for years. Mm-hmm. I took out the Black Dragon. Okay. I worked at the US military. Okay. Like, do I get like a cushy job or like what do I get to do now?" And they're like, "We need you to find the most powerful sorcerer alive and assassinate him." His name is Shang Tsung. Is it for money? Like, because <laughs> the answer is no. After a certain point, <laughs> you just yeah. nuked a bunch of people. I think the least you could do is say no when they ask you to do something else. Honestly, the weird thing with the Red Dragon is they're treated like a cult. 
the members are like extremely dedicated to the red dragon i have no idea what they believe in or want so i don't damn yeah don't good know. point it's just like i mean you're making all of the cases <laughs> well, for why people don't like this guy's existence <laughs> Yeah, he sucks. He just seems he to be like he's making all these choices for free, and I can't relate less mm-hmm. to anything. Like, if you're asking me to nuke somebody, no. there has to be a payment. It can't just be you get to jump through the portal. <laughs> like, that's not that's not payment. Listen, what's your price, Aquila? What's your price, though? You know, I, th- as I said it, I realized <laughs> I don't know that there is a number that would be enough for me to do it, but it couldn't be nothing. It's more than nothing. <laughs> Listen, you just the word deadly alliance. If someone was like, you have to do domestic terrorism. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, thank you. This is what the FBI no, is this is incredible. All right, so <laughs> When I do get framed for something like, remember you were on that Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah. podcast? And you said, you said that for the right amount of money. Yeah, you, you would, would do. <laughs> I was like, well, you know what? The tape the US says Special it. Special Forces. <laughs> it's weird. Your bank account has exactly that much and 36 cents. <laughs> like okay yeah. it looks bad <laughs> look i understand that it looks yeah bad. it's weird that i only had 36 cents when i got paid <laughs> that's the first thing <laughs> the second thing is obviously that's the same money where else would i've gotten mm-hmm. it yeah lots of people say things they don't believe on mortal podcast it's fine yeah right this is we're all just it's all just fun <laughs> it's all in, it's all in good fun totally <laughs> Oh All right, so so that's him. Su Hao is sent to kill Shang Tsung. Oh yeah, and uh, he's like, I'm pretty sure I Su Hao, one of the least significant people in, the, in all of Mortal Kombat, can take out Shang Tsung, the most powerful yeah, sorcerer like, arguably it, in the entire franchise. And like to this point, so it's like, why would you? <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't just introduce one he's character who had no background and just be like, he's stronger now. <laughs> <laughs> How? Yeah. <laughs> tell well, us t- t- spit us a, a yarn about this guy man he he's he he gets he gets going he heads out to shang Tsung's temple to no. take him out and on the way he's confronted by one of his old co-workers from u.s special forces major jackson briggs jacks himself who goes hey i escaped your nuke you fucking asshole and suhao's like huh and jacks rips his heart out of his body killing suhao instantly oh thank goodness yeah they were like so this was just a weird side Mm -hmm. story we wanted to try he's out (laughs) yeah and nothing's Mm -hmm. changed (laughs) then then a new timeline's created (laughs) just because just (laughs) no there's reasons there was a prophecy Mm. That one day this big pyramid would arise in Outworld and, or sorry, in Adenia. And then uh, the person who's the head of the Red Dragon secretly, this guy Dagon, is secretly a demigod whose destiny is to fight in this battle and make it to the top of the pyramid. Yada, yada. Whoever wins will get the power of the one being, the, the original creator of all life in the universe and all the universes. And they'll be able to dismantle time and space itself, etc. And so uh, the good guys reset the timeline basically to avoid that happening. Mm-hmm. So new timeline. Uh, same story for Su Hao. He's, he's a soldier or a spy or a criminal of some kind. He gets recruited into the Red Dragon. Here's what changes. Instead of getting sent to be a spy in U.S. Special Forces, in this timeline, Su Hao finds out that there's a spy within the Red Dragon. Oh. It's this guy named Kenshi who's been fighting along Su Hao this whole time. 
So it's kind of like a little karma, you know, a new timeline. All of a sudden, Sue House sees what it's like to get betrayed by someone you thought was your coworker. Ah. So uh, they find out Kenshi is a spy. They're like, Sue How, we need you to take Kenshi out. Kill that guy and kill his, his little boy, his son. You're going to kill both of them. Sue How This is the same game Kenshi. or is this his entire life? This is... We were talking about Mortal Kombat 5. Yeah. Now we're talking about Sue Howe's plotline in Mortal Kombat uh, X, which is wow. only in Kenshi's deep backstory in the comic books. That's so wild. <laughs> so, uh, but it is, it is canon. Mm-hmm. Which gets us to an interesting place that really highlights how much Sue Howe, uh is disliked by everyone, including the people who make the Mortal Kombat games. So Suhao chases Kenshi across uh, Japan mm-hmm. to uh, Shirai Ryu territory, which mm-hmm. is where Kenshi's been trying to get. He's been trying to get to the territory of this assassin clan called the Shirai Ryu. He gets there. Suhao chases him there without realizing he's crossed into their turf and is instantly attacked by the head of the Shirai Ryu, a ninja named Scorpion. Mm-hmm. I know. Scorpion is like, <laughs> Suhao, <laughs> you're in my turf. <laughs> yeah oh that guy yes the, the yellow suit ninja mm-hmm. uh scorpion immediately hurls a, a spear into suhao's heart and says get over him here him <laughs> says get over here oh actually no he doesn't i will specifically tell you what he does say he says get out of here uh-huh. because it's his turf that's cute because uh, just looking at this frame from the get comic out today, of here. Uh, he he pulls suhao towards him and he punches um, through Su Hao's head, Ooh. through his face, out. So this the guy back is just like kind of like a, a real just like clam. Like they just use him to be like the punching bag throughout the series. They're like, who do we hate? And oh, just yeah. like want to see him destroyed like massively by people we actually really like. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Here's to 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 this extent. Here's a here's a little twist. That is the end of Su Hao's story canonically, except that. In one of the intros for one of the characters in Mortal Kombat 11, um, Aaron Black, he he's this cowboy from Earthrealm who works in Outworld. He will show up and say like, "Hey, I'm gonna like kill you." And in his intro, he'll he drops this like bag and a head rolls out of the bag. Wow! It's like someone he's taken out because he's a hitman. Does he say heads will roll? He says, heads will roll. He goes, heads will roll. And he's like, gravelly cowboy voice. But here's the thing. The head that rolls out of his bag belongs to Sue Howe. Oh, that's so funny. Now, now I, he's my now favorite character because I'm like, he's like Kenny in like South Park. There's like, you kill Sue yes. Howe, you bastards. Well, here's the thing is like, so Mortal Kombat's pretty tight as far as canon goes. They like try to keep things um, consistent in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um and in addition to that, the same writers are responsible for Mortal Kombat X, where Su Hao dies in the comic, and Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. So the same writers essentially killed Su Hao twice in the same timeline in a way where, like, you can't really say, like, oh, later on, Aaron Black found his head after Scorpion killed him. Because Scorpion punched through Su Hao's head. There's yeah, nothing to... No... There's no oh, face. that's so insane. So it's just, like, you know, real yeah. bad continuity error. They're like, here's they went out of their after way. they sewed it all back together and made some prosthetics <laughs> for the ca- coffin. He uh, went and got yeah. it. <laughs> they, they, they just had didn't to care. break the cannon just to take the opportunity to kill Su Hao again. Yeah, that's Which dedication. forces me, it makes me have to explain it and figure out how to make it make sense. Right. So the best I've got is 
in Mortal Kombat 11, the game where the head gag happens, uh, Kronika, the person who controls all of time, is trying to rewrite time, and she brings back all these people from the past to be part of her army. My guess is she must have brought Su Hao back from the past. Mm. And as soon as Su Hao was brought into the future, into a timeline in which he had already died, yeah. uh, Aaron Black was like, Su Hao, I thought you were dead. I bet I could get money for your head. Bang, bang, bang. And just shot him to death right oh, away. Oh, that's really tight, uh, and, cu- and cut his head off. I so. love that. <laughs> that's... That's my that best actually, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's at least you made it make sense. It wasn't like you had to like lie and create something that we don't know about, like <laughs> within the realm of yeah, possibility. I would never lie. Not the nether realm, but no, the other I would realm never, of possibility. Not on this show. And they should have a realm of possibility on on the game. Just you get to go there, and you're like, oh, maybe it probably I'll, is. Uh, maybe I'll leave the the combat world and go into finance. Like that's what you do in the realm of possibility. Oh, uh, it's a realm where you like you can explore different versions of your life. Yeah. How things had gone. I yeah, like, like they're fighting like with that. their boss about something. Like that's the fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet I could find canonically a, a, a realm that would have to be, that could fit. Because there's like the dream realm mm-hmm. with Freddy Krueger in it, in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And there's the chaos realm where nothing makes sense, but I don't think either of those would fit. Yeah, um, but listen, we got we to gotta keep trucking. We got we got three characters left. Yeah. Thankfully, two of them get get paired together. So it's, it's going to make it easier. It's time for us to talk about Draman and Moloch. So, Draman and Moloch are two Oni. Mm-hmm. That is the native race that lives in the Nether Realm. Oh, I know realm. them. That's the one in um, is it X where he like rolls the baby? It's like the baby on the guy. N- no, <laughs> that's Ferator. <laughs> well, damn. But there's a similar energy. So Moloch is an Oni by birth. He's always been an Oni. Okay. He's a big. He's a hulking dude. He was born in the nether realm, so like hell is essentially just like his house. It's yeah. just like normal life for him. Yeah, it's like a cute um, sitcom about hell. He's, <laughs> he's like he's not very smart, but he really likes killing. So like he tied a giant boulder to his hand and never figured out how to get it off. So oh. he's just got like a he's got a big old hammer hand. Well, that's kind of um, I don't know if it's useful or not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I. I mean, I guess if like your life goal is just walk around like smashing things and yeah. eating things, have like then, a very sure, tired shoulder. Not, I guess that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's your desire. <laughs> that's how you get it. You know, it does seem like an oversight of design that he didn't have like one really jacked arm. Yeah, and one, like, like shrimp <laughs> arm. clearly it's a new boulder. You know, <laughs> I'm saying he hasn't suffered yeah. enough yet. <laughs> so that's Moloch. That's Moloch. Draman, mm-hmm. on the other hand, was a warlord in Outworld centuries ago. So in another dimension entirely. He was such a brutal and hated figure as a warlord that he was banished to the Nether Realm, where for centuries, specifically 500 years, wow. he was tortured uh, by Lucifer, who canonically was the uh, god of the Nether Realm at this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so after 500 years of being tortured, Draman uh, went mad with rage and became known as the Oni Tormentor because he was a complete dick to all the other Oni that live in the Netherrealm. Wow. Is literally all we got. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing you really need to know about Draman is that he found this mask called the Face of Kun Lo, oh, yeah. which focused his anger and his rage 
into a precise fighting style that made him, um, I guess, just like instead of just a, a raving madman into a into a skilled fighter. That's pretty tight. I would like that to happen. <laughs> yeah, that so, would be a good improvement. To- uh, you got Moloch, the big dumb oni with a rock hand, and then you got Dramin, a uh, former warlord driven mad by five hundred years of torture with a mask on, uh, complete dick. <laughs> One day. In the nether realm, they're both walking around, killing and eating people, and uh, Dramin befriends Moloch. He's like, hey, I'm a bully, you're a bully, let's go around you like, being you mean here, to or... other demons. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get some food after, yeah, um, after we we're done them. smashing these people's legs? <laughs> yeah. You got any plans for after the kill? <laughs> Nope. Uh yeah no I could eat yeah could eat. <laughs> um, you want to just eat this this guy oh yeah, yeah that works that, for sure <laughs> I'll take the bottom yeah. part you want to go for a hot cup of lava later today <laughs> honestly let's make so, like, Valentine's for them next year like I want to make like Valentine's for more that Mortal Kombat character that's both of them yeah just, you know will you be the drawman to my Molly <laughs> I know we will sell at least one. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I like it. They um they are boyfriends and it's sweet. Cute. So, <laughs> so many leadership changes uh, occur in the Nether Realm, and through it all, Dramin and Moloch stay friends. They see Lucifer get overthrown. They see this fallen elder god Shinnok take control. Oh, yeah, I know about him. They see his second in command. Yeah, they see his second in command Quan Chi take over. Um, and they're just like, whatever, man, we're just here to enjoy life and, uh, again, kill and eat people. And <laughs> Yeah, as long as there's people, we can kill them and mm-hmm. eat them. As long as Another thing that the FBI is, is going to bring up when I'm being deposed in front of the <laughs> yeah. nation. When you, you were on the Mortal Podcast, the Army Hammer you case. said you love killing and eating people. <laughs> then why are yeah, in Army Hammer's numbers the, in your phone? Uh, United States... <laughs> After saying that we were a deadly alliance, you threatened to uh, nuke someone for the right amount of money and then said you like to kill and eat people. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you're the, the prime suspect this of whatever is... this heinous crime is. <laughs> this is destined to be the lost the lost episode of Mortal Podcast. Yeah, totally. Often spoken of, never released. <laughs> yeah, it's been under wraps for 30 years, kids. It's coming out. <laughs> Uh, so Dramin and Moloch, boyfriends forever, they're hanging out, they're having a wonderful time, they're enjoying the nether realm, and then one day, they see Quan Chi running like crazy, he's just like running for his life, and they're like, hey man, what's going on? And he goes, I'm being chased by this ninja named Scorpion, and they're like, oh yeah, Scorpion, he pops up in like everyone's story, and he's like, yeah, Scorpion's trying to kill me, if you guys hold him up for a second so that I have time to escape... I will help you escape the Nether Realm. And Dramin, remember, isn't from the Nether Realm yeah. originally, so he's probably spent all this time telling Moloch, like, dude, Nether Realm sucks. Like, yeah. Outworld is sick. Exactly. Like, they got trees. Yes. Um, like, have you ever heard of shade? Because that's like abundant. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking. Not right. only is there the sky, <laughs> but also shade. <laughs> it's very different. It's honestly yeah. sick. <laughs> you don't even know what you're missing. Yeah, dude, they got like purple acid leaks. Mm. It's 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 tight. Yeah. So, uh, so Quan Chi is like, Dramin Moloch, I'll get you guys out of here if you hold Scorpion up for me. And Dramin and Moloch are like, Yes, yeah, sick, absolutely. Yeah, like, let's go on the trip. We'll do that. Different people to eat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they help Quan Chi escape. Yeah, go for a different flavor. You know. 
<laughs> I could go for like I don't know maybe like some centaur flanks. Um, <laughs> so they do. They they like hold Scorpion up. They're like, hey dude, where are you going? You trying to chase that guy? Why? What's up? What's going on? You got a problem? And it gives Quan Chi just enough time to escape, but he totally ditches them. He just like wow, leaves for he another totally dimension. Reneges. He's leaves. just like, I'm not gonna actually help oh, yeah. you guys. Wow, that's like yeah. some bug like, bunny nonsense. <laughs> I don't need you guys. Yeah. It's a scam. Well, man. it doesn't really work out for Quan Chi in that his portal stays open too long. Mm. So Scorpion leaps through it. And then Dramin and Moloch leaped through so it. So now everybody wants, sent to like, different everybody's places. mad at him too. That's really crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. He's like, this really backfired. I shouldn't have been a dick for no reason. Yeah, I really gotta get better at timing these portals, man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just keeps happening. I mean, portals are just clearly a very inexact science in the world of Mortal Kombat. Totally, you just gotta like hope that it closes. Sometimes, <laughs> most of the time, it doesn't. It seems you never hear yeah. about the times when it works. Is all I'm saying. You don't. No. <laughs> so. Dramin and Moloch do wind up in Outworld. And Moloch's like, whoa, this is so cool. This is so different from, like, anything I've experienced before. And Dramin's like, yeah, it's tight, right? Isn't Outworld so cool? And then they just hang out. This is canon. They just hang out in the same forest for a really long time, eating anyone who comes through the forest. They don't do anything. They get to Outworld. They're like, wow, what a cool place. Yeah, they're like, I... Let's go to that, <laughs> that, that little zone with a few trees and just not go anywhere else. Yeah, and just, like, I like to imagine them eating people really slowly. Like, it's like there's people yep. waiting to come in just to get eaten. <laughs> like, oh, you're still doing that guy? Uh, no, it's fine. I got time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'll come back later. It's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. I got some other errands. <laughs> like, it's not even a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness um, You know, that it's true. That's, that is basically what's happening. They're having a wonderful time. They're just doing their thing. They're eating people, being drama and mock. They're, they're, they're enjoying life. Oh, I love and that then one them. day, another sorcerer shows up. This guy named Shang Tsung. It's oh, popping up again. He's back. Shang Tsung says, hey, guys, I happen to know someone you know. I think we've got a mutual friend. Is this guy named uh, Quan Chi? And they're like, yeah, we know that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that's like, like he's the whole revenge. reason we're here, but also like messed up. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> like it, but it was mean that yeah. he was mean to but us. But he tried to trick us revenge. before we got here. <laughs> yeah, he failed, so, so we Shang shouldn't Sung even be like, bad. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> but we are bad. We're salty about it. <laughs> we are. We're not. Again, we're not very smart. That's been covered. <laughs> He already lost, but we would like him to lose some more. <laughs> um, yeah, no, pretty much. They're just like, wait, Quan Chi? I think we're mad at him. Probably Shang Tsung led them there. They're like, yeah, we know Quan Chi. Why? And he's like, oh, I just thought you'd want revenge. And they're like, why? We like it here. He's like, yeah, but he didn't want you to be yeah, here. Yeah, remember when you was about to get your ass beat so you by a scorpion? Be mad, <laughs> I do. Probably. <laughs> Beverage Farm remembers. Right? Yeah. Pepper's Farm remembers when <laughs> Quan Chi abandoned Chamin and Moloch in the Nether Realm. Exactly, that was some shady times. Stranding them in Outworld, which they like. Yeah, which they're fine with. It's actually better, which but they're, they're enjoying. <laughs> but it was It's a well, coincidence that it's better. <laughs> it could have been worse. They didn't just, know. Good luck. Good Lord. I love that people are going to listen to this. I think that 
you know, mm-hmm. I think that we are really putting an original spin on Mortal Kombat, and it's it. I think that this is the combination for the sequel to whatever this new one is. Yeah, well, you know, that's kind of the fun of the show is every episode's got its own vibe, mm-hmm. got its own flavor. Um, and mine I is much sillier because is, I don't nice know anything. That... Well, you're bringing more knowledge than most but also not enough to have context for any of the things that are happening here. Yeah, the most irrelevant extra knowledge about it. <laughs> That's yeah, what I have. It's like, oh, Kano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I, for yes. Sure. I know some of these Outworld, words. Outworld, <laughs> Mad Max, kind of, yeah. Fully, fully. Uh, you know, I remember when you get to choose where you go in the game and you're fighting. Yeah, and you, <laughs> you do things. You go to the place with the, the sand tiger thing, Yeah. yeah. This is Melina. She's got clones. Sure. Oh, hell yeah. Clones on clones. <laughs> clones on clones on clones. So, all right. So Shang Tsung is like, listen, guys, trust me. You're mad at Quan Chi and you want revenge. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we do. And he's like, yeah, all right, totally. so I can help you get it. Here's the thing. I just need you to wait in this basement. And don't worry. I'll feed you souls so that you'll be like, you know, fed. But um, eventually I'll lead Quan Chi down there. But I need you to hide in the basement because he can't know that you're down there. See, here's the thing. And they're like. <laughs> here is my qualm. <laughs> well, yeah, what's what's the thing? <laughs> they remember that they hate this guy. Why do they have to do anything? They could just go kill the guy. Like, oh, I'll make it easier. Yeah. For you. Don't make it easier. It's okay. <laughs> we hate him enough to well, find him real, ourselves. That's the real, like, It's <laughs> It's like a Trumpian, like only I exactly. can help you kill Quan I alone Chi. can it help find to say why you. <laughs> yeah. Why you? Based on what? What? <laughs> You're telling me no one else yeah. on this whole they planet didn't... knows. <laughs> I think they know. Uh, yeah, they're like I'm pretty sure everyone wants to kill Quan Chi at least as far as we. Yeah, he understand seems like it. a like, dick. It seems like anyone can help. <laughs> Several people will be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. the Chang guy Song's with the like, portals." No, trust me. You you have to go in this basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this basement that so I have. So they go have. in the basement. Yeah, he's like, this basement I built, that's a special Quan Chi killing basement. So <laughs> yeah, it seems like a safe basement. place to They're go. hanging out in the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's safe enough in that it's, they're locked in a dark room. <laughs> so <laughs> for a while, he's coming down there every once in a while, and they're like, hey, man, are we going to kill Quan Chi today? And he's like, no, here's some souls to tide you over to eat. Uh, I'll be back later. And then one day he just stops coming. Um, and then all of a sudden a soulnado appears, which would you care to guess what a soulnado is? If I had to guess, I'd say it's a soul tornado. <laughs> tornado of souls. Correct. <laughs> Correct. All of a sudden a tornado of souls goes like out of the ground Ooh. in the basement, up into the temple upstairs. And they eat and everybody. Like, huh, that's weird. <laughs> Well, they don't because they're like, should we, what is this about? Like, should we be eating these? And they just like hear a bunch of fighting upstairs. Oh, and they're like, that doesn't sound good. Yeah. And they hear like Shang Tsung going like, ah, they're like, um, should we, yeah, that what's seems happening? Bad out there. And- <laughs> <laughs> we should wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's just see what happens. First. Like, I'm pretty sure we just heard him die. Mm-hmm. And then they also hear, like, it's me, Quan Chi. And they're like, oh, should we go up? And then they hear Quan Chi go, oh, God. Ah! And then they hear, like, explosions. Oh, no. And they're like, not good. I don't think we should go yeah, up like there. Yeah, like, the plan we had yeah. with this guy seems like it's over now, too. <laughs> All the plans we have keep getting completely yeah. dusted. <laughs> should we just, like, start digging? Like, what do we do? So then they hear the door. 
is thrown open and they're like, uh oh, and who should come through the door but Scorpion? Oh wow! And they're like, oh hey man, hey buddy, why do you look down here. Oh right, <laughs> <laughs> oh right, we like tried to stop you from getting Quan Chi. And so Scorpion's like, I'm going to kill you guys. He's still mad, like, too. Oh, quick. He's just killed everybody. Yeah, he's like, I was trying to kill Quan Chi. He didn't do it. Yeah. That's the thing. He's like, I didn't kill Quan Chi. I just found him dead up there. My, someone took my kill from oh. me. And they're like, well, it wasn't us. And he's like, it totally was you because we, I could have killed him before. Yeah, we and had all like, these other um, chances. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. like, quick, look over there. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, man. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know... The things you said you could do, and the things you did, and you didn't kill him. So clearly, if it if it required not five seconds of distraction, then it wasn't a very good kill in the first place. Fair, it's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. No, they they they're literally like he's he's coming up on them. He's trying to kill them, and they're like, uh, well, what's behind you? And he's like, huh? And they just throw him in the Solnado and bail. Wow, <laughs> just run like, away. Yeah, now you're with them. Yeah. I don't know what you get so out of that they, though. They, they're just there. They're just in it. I, um, it they're just yelling at him now. Scorpion to heaven, and then he like talked to some gods. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, so it worked out fine. So, so Drama and Moloch run out of the basement. They run out of the temple. They're like, "Don't even open your eyes. I don't know what's happening. I'm freaking out." They get back into Outworld, and lucky for them, they discover a portal that leads back to the nether realm and they're like yeah fuck this realm nothing good has happened here other than all of the great times that we had and they jump through the portal and they're taken back to the nether realm and they're like honestly our adventure made us appreciate home it made us appreciate what we have here and so they spend some great years just enjoying life wandering the nether realm and again this is specific canon eating other demons and wandering aimlessly. I love that. You know, that's a sweet story about like just two cow like creatures that want to graze. Let them graze. <laughs> mm-hmm. You stop tricking them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just yep. wanted, they got what they wanted the whole time and no one else did. Well, is it what they wanted? I mean, maybe not. Let's see. So they're, they're wandering the nether realm for a while. Right. And then one day they hear a familiar voice. It's, Quan Chi and they're like what the fuck and so they look around a corner and Quan Chi Shinnok, Shang Tsung uh, are all hanging out together in the nether realm and they're all talking about this battle that's going to happen at this pyramid mm. and they're like whoever wins the battle is going to have the power to dismantle reality mm. they'll be the most powerful being in the world we're going to go to this battle and Draman and Moloch are like ooh let's follow them there and then we'll fight in the battle. And then obviously we'll win. And we'll be the leader's two kings. We'll be the two, you know, top dogs. Because we'll become the most powerful people in the universe. Yeah, you'll just, like, have it. Um, yeah. And so they go to the battle and uh, die, like, instantly. <laughs> well, you know, damn. Damn. Imagine, yeah. like... They just... Everybody in that game takes such an L all the time, I feel. Like... <laughs> Like the yeah. losses are never minor. It's pretty much L central. Yeah. No. Like talk about like I mean they're all losers at some point. Mm-hmm. Damn. And then not unlike Su Hao, they did appear in the second timeline after this big battle ended with time being reset. Um, they just became bigger losers in this new timeline. They in the new timeline they specifically work for Quan Chi in the nether realm as like his assistants. Mm-hmm. They're like his bulk and skull. Um, 
I don't think they were anyone's assistants, but that's kind of their energy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they are hanging out in the nether realm. They're working for Quan Chi, and then one day Quan Chi is like, "Hey, this guy Scorpion just came to the nether realm to try to mess with me. I want you guys to go kill him." And so Dramin and Moloch go to fight Scorpion. Scorpion uh, beats their asses and escapes. Wow, of course. And so they come back to Quan Classic. Chi, and they're like, "Hey, man, we couldn't we couldn't stop Scorpion in this dimension." Or in this timeline. And Quan Chi is like, well, that's disappointing. And then he decapitates Moloch and uh, murders Dramin with magic. Wow. And, um, and that's it for Dramin and Moloch. Well, damn. Damn. Yeah. Rip in peace. You know, they did their best. They did something. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't really do anything, actually. <laughs> they... They didn't really do anything at all. Their entire storylines are is defined by what they weren't able to do. <laughs> Correct. Here's another time they failed. <laughs> <laughs> they failed up a lot, but then they failed right back down. They did. They failed um, sideways yeah. until it was a very linear completely. fail. <laughs> it was always a foregone conclusion that they would fail uh, at anything they tried. So yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Rip in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, that that brings us to our final character. Yeah. Uh, a guy who appeared so briefly and yet left such a mark. A character known as Mocap. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't tell you, man. These are all like the real like bench players. Like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> who? So... <laughs> Mocap is you a very, said, like, very ca- Carol. Story. I would have been like, Carol is not a character. <laughs> uh, I can actually tell you Mocap's entire story by reading you his intros from the two games that he's in. Oh God, please verbatim. do it. And there's no way I could describe it any funnier than it is here. I'm ready. Mocap is a former. He's a former martial arts teacher on the north side of Chicago. He is commonly referred to as mocap and was called upon by Johnny Cage to do some motion capture work oh, no. for his new movie, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. I'm embarrassed. So, pause. Canonically, mocap was a motion capture artist hired by movie star Johnny Cage, who, in the world of Mortal Kombat, is a movie star that becomes aware of the various dimensions, fights in several interdimensional wars... Yeah. And then decides to just keep being an actor, totally. including making a movie about the time that he fought two sorcerers <laughs> in Outworld in real life. Yeah, and people didn't think he was just an eccentric weirdo. Like, he was still just a movie star. No. Yeah. I, like, wouldn't so, people now be like, he believes that shit. Like, no, like, people talk about it. He, like, he didn't think, he thought he was making a documentary. <laughs> That's... That is what people. Yeah, there's say. probably like truthers in Mortal Kombat yeah. who are like, I think Johnny Cage movies are true. <laughs> Johnny Cage is Q. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. He knows everything. He he told us. Whatever. Trust yeah. the. When's Johnny or... Cage's next drop about Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so so mocap has flown to Hollywood from the north side of Chicago, um, to begin his first motion capture session. Which is supposed to consist, I don't know why they get so specific, mainly of the crane and snake styles, fighting styles. Yeah. Um, although many other martial artists were used, mocap was brought in repeatedly for his vast knowledge of fighting techniques. 
He then becomes he's like an a karate teacher. Bystander. <laughs> yes. From Chicago. <laughs> and you told me he has he's a karate he knows teacher. every fucking style of fight. That's a lie. <laughs> That's not a good story either. No, he knows them all. Trust me. He knows them all. It's a really good wow. story. Well, here's where the story does get good. Mocap comes to Hollywood. He's with Johnny Cage on set. And then all of a sudden, a thunder god arrives in a bolt of lightning and is like, Johnny Cage, I need you and we must go to another realm now to fight two more sorcerers. And Johnny Cage is like, all right, man, sounds good. And they get teleported there and Mocap just accidentally goes with them. A lot of that And happening. is like, I'm a karate teacher. No. And <laughs> he has to fight. Oh, my God. And he's um, just like against several gods shopping. and sorcerers and yeah and he's a mocap guy so he's not used to having to connect yeah, you know totally so he's stage fighting <laughs> these guys yeah he's like uh why are you actually hitting me <laughs> back yeah. to one back to one <laughs> stop it ca- canonically he is stranded in another dimension Winds up at that pyramid right around the time that the battle between all of the forces of light and darkness in the Mortal Kombat universe occurs. Wow. He's just there at that fight, and he's a like, real local, uh, just wait. like <laughs> not aware <laughs> of the yeah, implications. I'm just, I'm he's like, "Who are we rooting Chicago? for? What's this about?" <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get to Chicago. Someone said there was a portal. I guess exactly. Did I you guys heard them? Is it near the the uh, snack stand or? Do you guys know maybe yeah. like is there concessions? Is that where uh, I would ask them <laughs> to go back to Chicago now? A dinosaur ninja told me to ask a ghost for directions, <laughs> but when I went to ask the ghost, he was fighting a centaur. It was a lot. Can anyone get yes, me back anybody to else going that way after? Or? <laughs> Please. <laughs> he gets caught in the middle of this massive battle, mm-hmm. and obviously, like everyone else we've talked about today, dies. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, to cap this episode off i want to read you know how when you play a mortal Kombat game if you go through the ladder you get like a what if yeah. it's like oh if this person won the tournament or if yeah, this person totally. was the tight the new titan of time so mocap does have some text that says what would happen if he won the final battle consumed the the power of blaze the fire elemental and became the most powerful being in the universe and this is what Hilarious. it says the fury of Blaze's destruction killed all those present at the final battle. Mocap was ripped apart, his soul cast into the Edenian sky. His name is taught in Edenian astronomy to this day. He is the constellation Mocap. Legends will no. forever tell of Shut how the up. Earthrealm warrior saved Edenia from Armageddon. That <laughs> is insane. They're like, we have a karate teacher from Chicago in our astrology. Yeah, so if the karate teacher from Chicago was to win the final battle, astronomy would be stronger, but astrology as well. I believe somebody could be a rising, a rising mocap. I'm I'm mocap rising, dramen, dramen falling? Do you have to have a falling? I think it's falling. I think it's your sun. I don't actually know. It's your sun and your moon and your rising. Okay. So you probably have like a, a scorpion okay. sun. <laughs> and maybe as you know, maybe a sub-zero moon, maybe you have like those opposing sort of forces. Okay. Scorpion sun, sub-zero moon, mocap rising yeah, totally. would be my <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah, fully. I got to figure mine out. I all I know is that I'm a Gemini and I thought that was all I had to know. Mm. But there's all There's more stuff. Levels. You're not even deep in it. We need to start a podcast. <laughs> 
All right. This, welcome to Astronomy Podcast. Yes. Astrology? It's one astrology, of those. Astrology, One's yeah. science and one's fake. Yeah, the I, fake one is astrology. Which is which. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm. Well, I just like that even if this guy won the final battle of battles, he still dies so hard that his body is blasted into the fucking stars and becomes this yeah, a constellation. Like, wow. like the whole the whole place he's on doesn't explode, but he yeah. explodes far enough away to become stars. Yes. And then children in another dimension, their beautiful magic using thousand year old goddess teachers are like, Now children, that is the constellation mocap based on the karate Chicago? teacher from Chicago. Chicago? Say it. It's no. It's not. Chi- it's shit. Yeah, that's right. Chicago. That's where he's from. I know Good it job. sounds unusual <laughs> because it's Earth talk. Yeah, but we it's do. pronounced as Chicago. Yes. Uh, what else do they have yeah. in Chicago, Miss? Uh, I want to say hot dogs, but not like Deep New York. Deep dish pizza. <laughs> exactly. Deep dish pizza and sports teams mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Mocap's legacy is introducing deep dish pizza to the realm of Edenia. Yeah, they they're all talking about they they wear their like Bulls jerseys when they're doing their little like presentation about him. <laughs> he was from Chicago, yeah. like Michael Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> who we know about because he was also legendary from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Jordan, Chicago, got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I am sad that MJ never made it into Mortal Kombat. It feels like he should have totally, been a part of it. Totally. Yeah, who is it? Is it Tony Montana? Who is at the bottom? Wait, what? Is that, of what? It's that one Mortal Kombat game where it's the guy Joe Montana, and he goes, whoopsie! That's not Joe Montana. That's one of the developers of Mortal Kombat. Ah, I thought it was someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I like that for years in your brain, that has been a famous totally, athlete. my whole time. I was like, why'd they put him in? And he's saying toasty, actually. Oh, I was saying whoopsie. Wow, I'm learning a lot. You learn something new every Damn. day. Most people thought it was whoopsie mm-hmm. for a long time. That was definitely what the kids at my school said. They were like, oh, he's saying whoopsie. Yes, fully. It's funnier. Yeah. I, yeah. I You know, I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> I don't want to be right. <laughs> I don't want to be right this time. Yeah, I, honestly, I think you're in the clear. I think you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have to fight every person who corrects me. I don't care. I'm like, yeah, maybe it is yeah. wrong. But maybe it sounds better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe we feel better when we hear whoopsie. Yeah, what do we hear when we hear whoopsie? I feel like would be a good name for like a self-help book. Yeah. Um, well, Akila, that's, uh, we did wow. it. We made it through Suhao, through Dramian, through Moloch, through, through Mocap. We got four deeply inessential Mortal Kombat characters yeah. that still, I would argue, paint a very broad and clear picture of what Mortal Kombat's all about. Totally. Losers taking L's over and over and over again yeah. across dimensions. No matter what yeah. creature you are, you could be a man, you could be a horse, you could be a man horse, yeah. you could be a dinosaur ninja, you could be a cryomancer, you're totally. going to take L's. Yeah, you're going to lose, and it's always going to be like because you were an idiot, not because like you mm-hmm. weren't a good enough fighter, you just got tricked or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. whether you're a demon from hell an ancient warlord um a, just a guy working for a cult or just a karate a teacher girl from chicago living in a lonely world like <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely can't take the midnight train to anywhere and that's what this is all about yeah yeah take the midnight train da, da. 
Outworld. Boom. That's my podcast getting pulled down because I sang notes from uh, a popular song. Damn it. So, <laughs> uh, so Kilo, that's 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 the the crew, yeah. the dregs, as uh, probably most people would refer to them. Damn, uh, you know it's fair. Um, you know, I, I I did it for the listeners. I know no one else wanted to talk about this. <laughs> and I sacrificed myself, so you're welcome. <laughs> Honestly, the truth is I did pose to uh, the Patreon subscribers. I said, I'm recording with Akila Hughes, and I can do a classical episode about Kenshi, one of the uh, richer, deeper characters in the Mortal Kombat universe. Um, or I can talk about these four dum-dums and almost unanimously the podcast, uh, Patreon subscribers were like, she'll do a really good job with these characters. You gotta, you gotta bring them to Akira. Sure She's going to make so. fun of them. I hope it's going to be funny. You know, we invented yeah. Lord of the Rings Fury Road, which is on its, mm-hmm. I mean, if that was the only good idea, I gotta be podcast. honest with you, Akila, I gotta be honest with you. I've, I've said that on like. 30 of the episodes of this podcast. No way! Are you serious? <laughs> that's, how, that's how I describe Outworld usually. It's Mad Max meets Lord of the Rings. It's like the shortest hand on Wow, I thought we were really doing something. Well, damn, I hope something's redeemable I, about Listen, this. I still, I think they're gonna, we went deeper on it, yeah. you know? We did, we gave it its own spin. We did. I just don't, I don't want to lie to you and like pretend that it's like, the, Like I know, just invented fire I've when you were literally on the other side of the hill right now having a bonfire with your friends. I'm like, don't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> I was clever. Listen, I'm going to go up there and tell Akila that she made this up. <laughs> yeah. Could put the fire out. She's coming. Exactly. Just yeah. act like that smell is just from her fire over there wafting. It's not from over here. <laughs> <laughs> It's just specific detail. <laughs> what, the smell? That's what, in this world, yeah. that is the first thing you'd ask about. You're like, wait, did I smell fire already? <laughs> this is what it smells like? I smelled that last night. Yeah, you know, no, that was different. Sense memory. Mm-hmm. It must remind you of something yeah, else. Yeah, prob- it was probably like a prediction for what it would smell like. Like your brain was just like thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, I love it. Uh, well, Akila, that's it for these stories, but... The show's not over yet. There's still one segment left. It's a segment I like to call Choose Your Destiny, in which I ask you, Akila, if you were to exist in the world of Mortal Kombat, now that you know, you know, and have known about the various realms and characters and creatures and personalities that, that live in Mortal Kombat, who would Akila Hughes be in the world of Mortal Kombat? You know... I thought really hard about this, and I always go with the classic characters because, of course, you know, not going to go with Dalek and Malik or whoever. (laughs) Darshwin. Well, I got to say, I'm saying specifically, I want to hear an original pitch for an original character. Oh, you want an original character? I want you to... I want you writing yourself in, whether you're Aquila or whether you're someone else. Okay, cool. So I'm not even a fighter. Weave yourself into the fabric. Um, okay. So the, yeah. the two characters, what are their names again? Is I know one of them is Moloch, but the other one's name is real forgettable. Adralic and Moloch. Uh, it's Dramin. Dramin and Moloch. Dramin and Moloch. So Dramin and Moloch are like on that, after they jump through the portal to go after, uh, um, well, like they're there with Scorpion. Uh yeah. So uh, where he, they're in that forest just eating the people. I'm a person who is, stands on the side, doesn't get eaten, but is actually a journalist for town, and I'm reporting on what I'm seeing, which is this like endless death 
And I'm like, guys, like I'm saying it's people in the woods and no one believes me. And so I just report on them <laughs> until they die. And people are like, wow, that was like a thing you made up, wasn't it? And I'm like, no, every word of it was true. And then I die. I love that. Okay. <laughs> You're a reporter in Outworld. Yes. Now, given that it's Outworld, are you humanoid or are you like one of the fun? You no, know, I'm, are you I'm like fully a, a fucked up looking like centaur a... thing that's just like really good at writing. Okay. That's part of the reason because the humanoids don't actually respect my writing. There's actually a whole like caste system. Even there, I'm oppressed. It's insane. Yeah. No, <laughs> In my fantasy, uh, I'm impressed. Anyway, in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> bleak. Bleak. Okay. Yeah. Those jobs so have you're to an oppressed centaur in. In, well, they, t- here's the thing. The centaurs are oppressed in Outworld, See, so I'm that just, it I'm does just check just out. Again. Like, that's just me mm-hmm. paying attention, right? <laughs> yeah, this is well-researched response. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're a centaur reporter who keeps saying there's two Onis in the forest out here like eating people and no one believes you. And then... <laughs> Anybody that goes in there, like I've seen thousands, are like, no, those people are just missing. And I'm like, I don't think they are. <laughs> And they're like, well, as oh if we would God. believe you and whatever the slur is <laughs> for the centaurs. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Horse face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. I'm writing about this. Whatever you say, clip clop. Yeah, yeah, they call me clip clop. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. I have a pilot with a centaur named clip clop in it. That's hilarious. That is why it came to mind. Mm-hmm. It's the script that kicked off my entire TV writing career. Was... So, kids, you can call a centaur clip clop in a script and... Uh, start a what's not illustrious illustrious just lustrious <laughs> career as a television writer mm-hmm. beautiful <laughs> that's a beautiful sentiment to end yeah. on mm-hmm. i think so well akila thank you so much for coming on the show i'm so glad we were able to make this work and i'm honestly very happy that this wound up being your episode because i don't know that it would have been as fun or entertaining with anyone oh, else wow. you a wonderful job. Thank, thank you so much for having me and for saying that that's going to carry me through the next few weeks of the pandemic okay great well you know we all need little, little <laughs> hopefully somebody says something towards the them. end of that time or yeah. who knows well listen this comes out in two weeks so uh moral podcast listeners please tweet nice things at Akilo mm-hmm. once the episode goes up she will be it'll be around the time she needs another yeah i need a little boost kind of confidence kickstart so yeah totally uh, <laughs> well uh, before we go, if people want more Achilles in their lives, where can they find it? Uh, I host a daily news podcast for Crooked Media called What a Day. It's on uh, anywhere you get podcasts, so listen to that. It's like 15 minutes, and it is a little bit funny. You know, the news is pretty bleak, but where we can make jokes, we totally do. And uh, also, I live on Twitter, so <laughs> come and say hi, but don't be crazy because I do yell at people online. <laughs> <laughs> at Akila, yes. obviously mm-hmm. come say hi oh great answer well thank you again Akila, <laughs> for being on the show thank you audience for listening and as always finish him finish him <laughs>